It depends. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another installment of F is for Philo. Can I get a round of applause? What? Yeah, guys. Uh, <laughs> we have dogs now. You got dogs. You got dogs. You got dogs. You get the dogs out. Uh. Yeah, guys. So uh, we had it again. It's a Sunday evening. A special, special episode because uh, we are blessed with. Uh, the presence of an artist. Uh, we're blessed with. Let him introduce himself. Let me not butcher him. Mr. Guest, introduce yourself, please. Hello, man. Kamala, born to Maketama, and I'm a script writer and a director, and also a researcher. That's me. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Gents, what do you think about that? About our guest <laughs> and what he does? Hey man, he creates perception. Mm-hmm. He brings perception to life. I dig that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Why are you? <laughs> Mr. T, why you gotta take all the good words, dog? <laughs> wow, I don't get it. <laughs> why you gotta take all the good words, man? Nah, nah, man. It just creates an escape. Okay. You know, creates an escape. Yeah, so we we, we ravage in his work. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. So, uh, what are you saying? It's interesting how. The way you describe what what I do, uh, it's about bringing life together. Like, it's almost as if you describe me as a god. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe you are, or maybe with a small G, not a big one. Definitely, I, I do regard myself as a god. <laughs> 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 Yeah, man. So, is there are there any interesting things that you're currently working on that you'd like to share with us, just so we get to know you a bit better? Oh, well, uh, currently, um, I'm in the middle of my uh, of rehearsals. Uh, we're working on a script that I've I wrote, and now I'm directing it. It's titled Solo, so the the title comes from my home town village. You know? so I just took. That, that name and then then I I informed it with all these you know fictional characters into it you know so I'm in a process of directing that play and it's going to be staged at Tembisa and Tembisa there's a theater there called the TX Theater so we are staging it in around March you know from the 25th of March going to the 20th, 26th and 7th. So 27th is the last day of our performance. So yeah, that's what we are with Mobu. 
and uh, yeah, man, I hope it becomes a success. Yeah. Now, knowing you, it will be a success. I know. I can just feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, guys. So today's uh, podcast will be centered around arts, theatre, and uh, script writing. So we're going to take uh, those things and find the philosophy in them and and discuss. Uh, so listeners, strap yourselves in. It's going to be thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first first question to the floor. Uh, it's, it's an open question, meaning, as you know, here at Fulfiller, you can fry it, you can bake it, you can dry it, you can do whatever you want with it. So the question is, why art? Why art? Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fam, I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. Like... <laughs> um, I, I was waiting for a guest to go, but I okay. <laughs> let me let me go. Um, why art? Damn, that's a that's a very interesting question. Very abstract. Uh, I'd like to think art is probably the closest you could get to a recreation of reality. You know, it's the closest you could get to speaking to people without actually speaking to them. You know? So, yeah. So, so I, I think all the, all your contributions are just so why art? Well, for me, yes, art is a form of expression, but, you know, we all express ourselves every day. But now, how do you take that expression and commercialize it? You know, so that's what was interesting to me. And, you know, um, I think I'm a person who values his opinion. You know? So if I do value my opinion, I thought, you know, why not sell it in terms of a story? You know, in terms of, uh, you know, through storytelling. And, th- and then that's just what I went through. Went for it, man. I... I and also because I wasn't good with any other thing yeah, in school. <laughs> in physics. So the best way I could survive, man, in this world was telling stories. <laughs> Interesting. Now, yeah. uh, uh, to me, answering the question, why art? I like how uh, Booty mentioned in the beginning that sometimes he feels like a god when he's working on these things. I feel like Art kind of appeals to our uh, God complexes. I mean, as human beings, I like to believe that we all have God complexes. And through art, we're able to create those masterpieces that uh, make us co-creators with God. Mm. Uh, So with that, would you say, is there life without art? Or what would life without life? I don't think so. I mean, if if you think of God himself or herself, I think they were creative beings. You know, humans are a work of art. Animals are a work of art. The air that we breathe, the, 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 you know, nature in itself is a work of art. So I think it goes to that point, Yoga. When you are an artist, you are playing a role of a god in a sense. You're taking those few aspects of a god and then you just harness them and, uh, to yourself and then you express your, 
and others do you believe in a world without art mm, if i had if i'd have to imagine a world without art um it would be a different kind of universe dimension i don't know but it would be completely different from what we know because the very like you know my opinion is basically um another tone of buntu's um perspective on what would a world be without art i just think man everything stems from the very idea of creation and expression or creativity so without creativity or art per se or a form of expression we a lot of things wouldn't actually exist because for something to exist it's some form of creation or creativity or an expression of something so they're coming together or two or more parties coming together and it's an form of expression just like how you talk to somebody that's art in itself because you guys are creating a memory you guys are some you just don't value it as art because you never thought about the valuable time you guys are spending together so my like you know I'm, maybe I should have uh, be, like went broad into my you know my um very definition of what art is like you know what do i really mean as a like you know an uh, as you know an expression so for me art is anything of any form of expression so it's all about how we see it or how we value it like art is so beautiful that it has so many layers that you know many people can't see the same thing that you guys can you know clearly see it has so many layers and perspectives so anything that ha- is created as art anything that is created as an expression and it's an expression of something in a conversation any anything that we can tangibly think about is most you know it's most mo- most of those things are art in its own right interesting interesting now uh just just going back to bird's response earlier you mentioned that uh if was like art was the only thing so now here's a listener sitting at home listening to the podcast uh do you think every human being has an artist in them or is it just uh, a, a specific niche for specific people I know I know it's a bit broad because art could be literally anything but do you think every human being an artist in them and here's a follow up question and oh it's conditional if everyone has an artist um let's let's assume it's dog and they don't know what it is what can they do to kind of let it out unleash it that that that's a very interesting question uh i do believe that we are all artists in our own in our own way um but then of course you may not follow those ones but there's something else that may be artistic to you that maybe you excel at but of course you don't necessarily have to excel in it but if you don't excel it doesn't mean it doesn't exist so we, we an artist in us may be there but then it may not you know be dominant in terms of well it's out there you know you can express yourself in a very a very unique way that people can see your work 
and you can sell your work in, 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 in such a way. But then I do believe that we are all artists, but then, then there are those ones that, you know, they are good. Cool Our abilities may not be the same, you know, but it's very artistic. So we all have an inner child. So sometimes that inner child may like different things, you know, which speaks to your abilities, what you can and cannot do. So I think art is there, lies with that inner child, what they can and cannot do. Well, there are people who, who are talented. They don't have to work much. They don't have to do much for it to come out. And then there are people who are very, you know, who need to acquire a skill. And, and most of the time, those people have to work hard for them to be you know, good at expressing themselves, expressing that form of art. So depending on where you fall, you know, if you are talented, then obviously you can, you know, express yourself in that way. But then if you if you fall on the other side, if it says if it's a skill, then you do have to practice it for it to come out and you know, for people to see that you are actually doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And others? Um, yeah, the first question, right? I believe everybody's an artist because we can all express ourselves. It goes back to the very definition I gave. Me so saying this, any form of expression is simply art to the way you talk. It's art. Like, in comparison, like, some other people talk better than other people. Some other people know how to communicate better than other people. To me, that's a way of art. It's a way of expressing yourself in a very interesting way. It's just, you know, the way we have come to see art is appreciated in something very, you know, something very tangible. Like, we put value to something that we can see. We put value to something we can touch. We put to something most likely that it has color. But we forget about something very interesting about within ourselves, which is anything like how we express ourselves to do certain stuff. So that's, that is what art is to me. It's just on the basis of an expression. And everybody is an artist because they can express themselves. Any being that can express themselves is an artist. Even a computer is a form of art, is even an artist in its own right because it is producing something. It's expressing itself in something. Just even just putting one and zeros in front of the screen. And that in itself, it's, it's art because it's expressing itself in some way or another. <laughs> and then going to the next question, going on to the next question, okay, what then, what if you haven't activated or find your way of art? For me, like I said, my, my definition is really simple. If art is expression, that means all you have to do is do. Do something. That's art. Don't get fixated into what sells what what does not sell that is the biggest blinder if not it's a criticism or being a, a, a critic or a critic about something because when you start being a critic about something you start you stop producing you stop producing uh, art you are then standing in the way of an expression you are looking at an expression from the wrong angle unless you are trying to improve it but other than that, if you're just not adding any value to it by just breaking it down to the nearest, um, to the tiniest piece, but not trying to improve it, you are 
an enemy of art. You're an enemy of expression. You're not building or contributing anything meaningful to it. So it's, you know, for you just, if you, if you think you haven't found something artistic about yourself, you're looking, you haven't, you have the wrong perspective about life. Just do something. That, that's something that you do. That is art, my friend. That is an expression. Oh. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Mr. T. Damn. Mm, yeah, no. Yeah, just to quickly go back on the on the on the why art question because I feel like it will interconnect with what I'm about to say. Uh, yeah, I feel like the reason why we we are so drawn to art or why art needs to exist or why the world would not be so good without art is because man, I feel like everyone needs like a form of expression, and even though you like this form of expression, right? The pers- to the person expressing, the person creating the song, for instance. You know, they're expressing themselves and the person that is listening to the song, they're also expressing themselves. Uh, like, say you're listening to a song and then it kind of like, uh, what is happening in your mind is, is, is thoughts or reproducing a memory or you just all of a sudden feel nostalgic or maybe it's an R&B song talking about a specific girl and then, you know, you find that you relate, you know, you in that sense, you're kind of expressing yourself. And uh, does everyone have, is everyone is art for everyone well i like to think that at the core right we all have a form of expression at the core i like to think at the core we all have a form of expression you know it might not be storytelling or 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 songs but you know you might find you're particularly good at something specific that other people aren't good at and you might not be the best at it but it's a form of art in that sense yeah 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 Mike, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yo, I'd like to question, the de- oh, what? Okay. The second question. Wait, what was the second question? What do you do if uh, you so- haven't... What do you do if you haven't what? Found um, your way of art or something, some, something artistic about yourself. Don't fight it. Like, I don't, I don't feel like people should fight it or people should just, you know, oh, no, you know, I want to be a singer. Oh, no, I want to be a poet. Oh, I want to write stories. No, what if your art is an art form that people haven't even discovered yet? You know, just the the things that you're naturally inclined to, I like to believe, are things that you should be focusing on. You know, maybe you're not the best singer. Maybe you can sing, but you're not the best singer. Maybe you're not good at singing. Maybe you... You might find your your thing is podcasting, you know, but you haven't tried it out. Just just explore, just explore and find what actually like works for you. But don't force it, man. Don't force it. You might find you 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 just uh the, this particular art is something that you know isn't so significant in your life. You know, it isn't something that's that has to be significant. Yeah. Interesting. I hate how I always have to play the devil's advocate. Because <laughs> according to me, <laughs> I feel like we, we're prostituting the word art. I mean, <laughs> look out there in the world. There, there are some people who are just, I, I, for some reason, I feel like logic and art uh, can coexist. And with that being said, they are highly 
logical people out there, it kind of uh, diminishes the art in them, or the artist in them. So that's just what I believe. Well, it's subjective because it depends on your definition of what art is. So yeah, gents. Uh, on that note, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, you can't just say that and then it's good to move on, my friend. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's one of those contentious uh, opinions where we could spend the whole night going around in circles arguing about it, but it is what it is at the end of the day. Nah, my friend. You know, you, you nah, my friend. Nah, my friend. Nah, my friend. You can't just say that. You know, there has to be a reaction, you know. There has to be a reaction to what you just say, you know. Ac- accommodate the reaction, you know. <laughs> That's what this <laughs> but anyway man anyway on terms of logic remember this logic will always try to narrow down sense into the literalist and into the smallest way you can process something that's logic and make sense of something it's all it's always focused on what sense is and what sense is not so sometimes art doesn't make sense that's the beauty about art it is beyond what you can think logically about something. So that's why art has many levels and layers of something else, my friend. So logic is always focused on something like how you process and how you are logical about something, how you make sense of something. And art, art exists, my friend. Yeah, that's, that's very true, by the way. But I'd like to think that logic in itself is also an art form. Because it's a fragment of the mind and a reproduction of the imagination. And it only exists to the extent that you believe it exists. Interesting. And Bates, what do you think about the comment? Logic. It's like what one of the guys said. Logic is a form of art in itself. And art on its own accommodates logic and illogic. I think that's where the two meet, you know, and and understand each other. Something can look illogical or it can be illogical, but it can be artistic because it's visually uh, appealing. You know, it's illogical, but visually it's appealing. So in that way, it helps with your human senses, it relaxes you, and allows you to escape from the the logical the logic reality that you, you always get caught up in. So art accommodates logic and illogicness. Like those two oh. mm. so, so so we're going to quote here uh, according to Buntu Birds, art is the accommodation of logic and illogical <laughs> 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 Yeah, guys, we're about to head into our first ad break. Uh, join us for the second segment. It's getting hot. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the ad break. We have an announcement. Please note that the show solo did not take place as mentioned in the podcast. There was some flooding in Tembisa and they had to reschedule the show. So, uh, apologies for the inconvenience. Hope you're enjoying the show. Stay tuned for more.
Yeah, guys, welcome back to the second segment of F is for Fellow. We're here with our special guest tonight, Beds uh, Buntu Makadema. Uh, we're talking art and script writing. Uh, so, yeah, guys, going deeper into the conversation. Uh, art is art at the end of the day, right? So I'll start by directing this question to you, Birds. Uh, as an artist, uh, as a creator, how, how do you measure your success? Is it the number of people who watch your show, the, the reviews that you get, the money that you make? How do you measure your success? And just the second battle question. Uh, why the hell are paintings so expensive? <laughs> because you get like 10 million rand paintings, 100 million rand paintings. Why, why the hell are they so expensive? It's just something that's mind-boggling to me. So yeah, you can start with the success part and then go right through. I mean, I'm trying to pay bills. So for now, I measure my success as to how much money I make. Of course, I know stories. Um, but if I if I stage a, a story, mm-hmm. uh, I, and and I don't get so many people coming in, I still win in that moment because I I managed to direct a story, and then there were people who came and watched it. Yeah. So whether so many people came and watched it or not, I still win. You know, I made some few money, or I managed to achieve my goal. I guess. So that's a success. Uh-huh. I achieved my goal. As to how how much I get in return, yes, it is important, but not so much. But it is it is very important how much I make because that is really, <laughs> the place the person. So I, I won't be, I won't say not making money it doesn't measure success. No, I need to make money. Therefore, I will be successful when I make money. I don't know why paintings are expensive, man. I'm not a painter, but I've seen it. I've seen that paintings are very expensive. I don't know, man. Like, I just think, you know, these guys appreciate their their efforts so much that they think it's very good. Yeah. So... I mean, of course, the painting, you you buy a canvas and then, you, you know, you hang it at, at your home office. So, and then it decorates your room. I think that that's why it's very expensive. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, so just, just to further understand you, you say to you it's about making money, right? Say you you produce a show, you direct it, and then now you're calling on people to come to the show. What what determines the price of the ticket? Is it the effort that you put in to produce it, or do you like calculate? I need to pay actors this much, that much. What what determines that? Because uh, that's in essence that's your pay at the end of the day that you selling to the people. True. So I, I, firstly, I consider the environment, the economic 
standard of the environment. So if I am staging a performance around Joe Bank, for example, my ticket has to be expensive. Because so many people around here are interested in theater and they can pay money to watch a show. But if I'm staging a show to a place, you know, like Tembisa, for example, you know, it's not a highly high income uh, environment. So I have to be aware that I'm dealing with people that, you know, do not have an interest of theater. And perhaps they do not have such, you know, they may not have the money to buy the ticket, you know. So I have to be, I have to think around those things. And of course, after thinking about that, I also think about the cost that it, that I had to pay to rent the space. I had to think about costumes, how I, like how much it costed me to rent costumes. And then we talk about profits, how much actors can get out of this. So I do think about everything, you know, then I come to terms of, okay, three shows can give me a, a, a profit. Then we do three shows. Yeah. And most of the time having one show, it's not profitable because you know, one show can only enable you to pay your rental space. So you have to push for other shows, at least three to make a profit that you can also share with your performance and all that. Interesting. And uh, Jens, going back to the first question, how do you determine the success of an artist? I think IMPM should go first before me. <laughs> oh, or our in-house poet. Before, mm-hmm. before you take mm-hmm. all of the good parts of the meal. <laughs> hey, Mr. G, before you take all of the good parts of the meal. Uh, nah, not like that, my friend. Not like that. <laughs> hey, no, no, I get you, I get you. Um... Um, I'm thinking, ah, well, I, I'd like to believe the, the first thing is probably the cause, man. I think you, you, you can never, you can never feel disappointed if like internally you fulfilled, fulfilled the cause of what your talent or whatever you're trying to, 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 to come up with. If, if you if, say a movie, right. I, I like to believe if you are creating a movie, then the first thing would be can, uh, does your movie um, get across the point you're trying to get across? You know, does it get across the point the point you're trying to get across to the people, the theme or something? I think that's what they call it. And then, yeah, as, as long as you achieve that, I, I think internally you can feel you can feel like you you were successful. But then, you know, at, at the end of the day, you have to pay bills. And then, yeah, those are other things that you take into consideration. But at the at the at the top of it, say I was to write something, uh, as long as it, it it achieves what I wanted it to achieve, as in like it, it gets a point, it gets across the point I'm trying to get across, then I feel satisfied. It's not really about the people that come and uh, listen to the poem or people that view the poem or responses. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, sec- the second question was about paintings. Uh, <laughs> paintings, why are paintings so expensive? I like to think, 
I like to think art in itself is supposed to be expensive, man, because because it it kind of I think different people attach value to different things, and then in terms of paintings, I think they, they kind of depending on who's looking at the painting, depending on who's looking at uh, the Mona Lisa, for example, you might look at it and then it explains a different story to you as opposed to the story that it would uh, explain to Mr. T.T. here. You know, we might look at the same painting and be like, oh, you know, this is reminding me of my grandma from when, when, when. And then you look at it and then you're like, no, I feel like, you know, it's talking about how the world is composed like a canvas or something. And then you start going deep all about the painting, you know, then, yeah, I like it. I like to think it's perception. Perception uh, is, is what makes people attach value to those paintings and then drives the cost of the painting. I see the price. Yeah. Interesting. Perception. Wow. Hmm. I have my friend. Uh, just um, I think I had I do have the I do have the answer, but um, for the first question. But the thing is, um, the parameters are not really set on how do I really say the answer. So I just need you to uh, make a short recap on what I mean. What the first question is. Uh, so what determines the success of an artist, or how do you measure the success of an artist? Oh, it's not personal. It's all my success. According to you, just subjective. If you, oh, okay. as you your, your podcast right now, how would you measure your success? I think that's an interesting question now that you mentioned the podcast that part. <laughs> I think my friend. Um, okay. When we measure something, we add value. It's, it's a question of value. So that means we are now still going back to my own definition of what art is to me. Art is expression, right? It's a form of expression. So that means you are attaching value to a form of expression, right? So that valuation is on the scale of, you know, how valuable is it to you, yourself as an individual? How valuable is it to the next person? That's all up to the perception of yourself and the next person. So if for the, for example, the very artist uh, himself, I'm talking as a guy, so yeah, the very artist himself, right, is so concerned about expressing like a holistic kind of expression. We, it, it's not really so much about what the next person says about it, but what the person expresses expresses from deep down in like in their from their soul, who they really are, or a form of like it's almost like they're giving birth in a way because they. Exp- expressing themselves from such a deep, 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 deep place in themselves. So that's kind of something like holistic. So most likely in those kind of senses, in those kind of, like in moments like those, an artist himself wouldn't really care so much about the next person, how the next person values it that, and like, you know, that kind of art. It's just like, you know, over time, they, unfortunately, their valuation of that could be, Kind of like um, it won't. It could. It could like it could fluctuate due to um, reinforcements, positive reinforcements and negative reinforcements. Like you know, that's where you know pride always kind of kind of like lingers around because of like you know it it somehow affects your pride. Just something you it that speaks to you on a holistic kind of level, and then some like people how how they react to that could mess up with your ego or pride. 
So, and then that's the personal kind of like, that's the holistic kind of valuation to it. And then if you're now looking at, a, let's just say a monetized kind of value evaluation or anything where as, okay, um, it doesn't have to be monetized, but it, it's in the sense of, it's a catalyst in something. Like you value it as, it doesn't really have to say, it doesn't really have to make somebody money. It doesn't have to make you money, but that that expression is going to change something. And for you, what you're looking at is a change in itself. So if you're looking for change in itself, it's a matter of scope of how many people do you want to change? Like, for example, people who give speeches in, in a public platform, your presidents, your public speakers, or anyone, any people like that, that speech in itself, it's, a, it's art. It's an expression, right? So it's a matter of how good, it, how, how, how good or how, like, you know, to what angle or to what paradigm does the, is, is the speech based on? To, like, you know, what, does, what, what is the intended goal of that, that, that speech? That is always like, you know, that adds kind of like, you know, the valuation, that, that, that's the valuation of the whole speech, how much it can change the next person, how much it can change, you know, so many, a number of people. So, and then the monetized one, it's just um, uh, uh, like, it's just like something related to the ego. It's, you know, uh, something, you know, you saying, okay, you are going to give yourself, you're going you're gonna to value yourself this amount of money based on like, you know, money. Because you, for some reason, are looking at the sense of money for, you know, for one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and looking for, you know, you, you're looking to exchange that, that art for money in a way. So I'm I'm not really well versed in terms of um, yeah, like you know monetized valuations in terms of art because it's not something I do on a regular basis. So I can't really add more context to that. So and then the next like I hope I did answer the first question as best as I can. And then so the second question is basically why do people um, value paintings and sometimes ridiculous amounts i believe it felt like it, it it has something to do with it's not just perception itself but it, it has to do with something as the ego and greed in itself so the ego can be expressed in so many ways like you know it 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 it, 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 it extends to the personality it, it reach it reaches us it, like it reaches into so many of expressions so that we feel justified to be something or to have something like in the sense of just saying, you know, um, okay, this this art, you know, this artwork, this artwork being so tangible, okay, I desired for this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and that feeling that you get from desiring that art, piece of art, it's all about how how important or how like how it touches your ego. If it inflates, it, it, if it, it's it, like it inflates your ego so much, that means to an extent your valuation of that art is very, very high because somehow, somewhere, you are now attaching that art and your identity in a way to feel better about yourself. So, and then um, in the other light, like, in another light, it's also, it's also like um, I lost, I lost, I lost, I lost, I lost my train of thought, uh, of thought because. Uh, I got tempted to say something very, yeah, profane. So um, let's just park it there. But okay, uh, if it comes back, I'll do say. Okay. Nah, yeah, that was an interesting perspective. 
interesting perspective. Uh, looking at this objectively, would it be fair to say that uh, the success thing all depends or goes back to what the artist values? So if they value money, then the success would be money-related. Value uh, touching people, then uh, it would be the, the audience that they have and, and so forth. Now, moving forward to the next part of the question. So, Bert, you're yeah, script lines, which is our slogan, in three seconds. I want to count it down. Three, two, one. It, it depends. depends. It depends. Yeah, guys, uh, that's it for the first part of art, theater, and script writing. Yeah. So join us for the part two, which will be dropping in a couple of days. Uh, so here at F4 Filler, we'll listen to our listeners. Uh, you guys told us that the episodes are too long for some reason. I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment. But really, how long is a piece of string? But uh, yeah, so that's the first part. Stay tuned for the second part, which is coming soon. <laughs>